This is the Rich Eisen Show. Get it together, bud. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's Major League. It's a movie come to life. Yes. And, uh, you know, the, the movie Major League is a comedy, and so are the Oakland A's. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, ESPN senior NFL reporter Jeremy Fowler. Still to come, ESPN NBA analyst Brian Wintorst. Spurs television analyst Michelle Beadle. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is, in fact, on the air, everybody. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial to have a chat with us in this hour. We have nothing but you in mind because we've got no guests we've got overreaction monday we've got phone calls to take if you want to have a chit chat with us we've got uh michelle beetle coming up in hour number three my longtime colleague from the worldwide leader in sports now part of the spurs broadcast team she's on FanDuel. she's got the amazon uh connection as well she'll be here in hour number three talking about the uh the Arrival of Victor Wembanyama and how um, her buys and tries are way <laughs> more defined than Victor Wembanyama's. That's what a lot of people are talking about. Um, so Michelle Beadle will be joining us. Uh, I um, I can't wait to hear her impression of what uh, this young man's all about. Number one in the Spurs program. Number one in your heart. Yes, indeed. Um, we also uh, chatted with Jeremy Fowler last hour, some interesting conversation that we had with him. Um, so we've had Breer, Florio, Robert Griffin III, and Jeremy Fowler, football guests since I returned from my Israeli walkabout with my family one week ago tomorrow. And all four of these individuals, I asked about what happened while I was gone in Buffalo Bills organized team activity mandatory minicamp. When Stephon Diggs was there, then wasn't. The coach spent a day in front of a microphone saying he was very concerned about an unresolved matter that a lot of folks said can't be money because he signed a big fat new deal last year. And it turns out to be something not money, even though he hasn't spoken about it. Everybody says they love him, and it's now been put to bed a day later. He did show up the third day of mandatory minicamp was canceled and it seems because we we like to make you smarter we like to make you more informed when taking in this program it seems on all accounts it was a set to born out of the way the season ended now robert griffin the third was the one who was most detailed saying that he spoke to players that are there mm-hmm. and that it was something between Diggs and josh allen that was quote-unquote personal and he said it had to do with number of targets on a uh, a drive, 10-play drive that wound up being a turnover on downs. No points at all, 17-point loss. This is not only being discussed in, in Buffalo, but also in Cincinnati. I mean, the number of Bengals blogs that gleefully picked up Robert Griffin III's comments on this program saying that it was born out of Cincinnati's curb stomping of buffalo they're right. they're like celebrating they're yeah. having a great they're having a grand old time uh-huh. over that that not only did they advance to the afc championship game and beat the buffalo bills but sent them still sprawling into some state of disarray that wasn't handled until this organized team activity which is the thing that surprises me 
Diggs and Allen both have come on this program and talked about how they're like brothers, right? One time, didn't Diggs confirm that he and Josh Allen hold walking, fast walking races down the hallway together? Like stupid brother competition stuff. Well, Rich, you have a brother or I have a brother. Brothers fight. And brothers get in spats. And brothers maybe don't talk for a week or two. Yeah, I guess. You know, and maybe this is just one of those things that's getting kind of stirred up. How did this not get put to bed between the Super Bowl and June mandatory minicamp? How did that not? And I understand that they made, you know, they may not run in the same social circles. They may not see each other. But that's the thing that Robert Griffin III said it was on Josh Allen, incumbent on him as the quarterback of the team to be the leader and say, I'll deal with it. And apparently, I guess they finally did. Jeremy Fowler saying closed door conversations that weren't resolved or completed by the time Sean McDermott went to the podium and said, I'm very concerned. You think it was as simple as, you know, Diggs being like, man, throw me the ball. I want the ball more. I, I, I don't know. Like, it could. Cool. You got it. I don't know. And that's the whole point to me that that sort of stuff can't be fixed. Yeah. Unless you just throw in the ball more and win. But over the span of a playing season in the NFL, we know this sitting here on the 26th of June, as we would on September 26th or name any 26th of any month, we know this. Every NFL season has its downs. The question is, is how many ups can you get that has its downs? Every single one of the documentaries, America's team. Well, I mean, America's game, right? America's game, yeah. Every single one of those documentaries that we show on NFL Network at the outset of a playing season based on the previous season's Super Bowl champions, three people telling the story of the Super Bowl season, every single one of those documentaries will document the moment where a lot of those guys didn't think it was going to happen. A lot of them. The turning point, the moment of adversity. Exactly. And when that happens, if it involves Allen and Diggs in front of a national televised audience, as we've established last week too, the Bills have a ton of national TV games. What happens then? That's why I'm talking about it now. And it's not just because, well, what else you got to talk about on the – last Monday of June. It's because this is something significant involving a Super Bowl contending team, which the Bills are. I know Jeremy Fowler said a lot of folks in the NFL are saying, watch out for Miami. And if they get Dalvin Cook, watch out for him for sure. But this is still the Bills division to win or lose, and they're the ones who are going to have to defend their seat at the table in the final four of the AFC that they've had for quite a while now. So... That's why I'm talking about it, because it doesn't appear to be something that can be easily put to bed that can't that won't crop up again, one would think. As for the Bengals and Burrow, he's going to have to get signed. And I'm wondering if there's a clause, can you have in your contract, if you're Joe Burrow, that you have to make as much money as Ellie Dela Cruz is going to make at some point? <laughs> I know that's a problem is that that's not for another three, four years for this young man out of the Dominican Republic. Tearing it up. But I I mean, the only time I've seen somebody dominate two weeks in, and and this may be a cautionary tale. Do you remember when Yasiel Puig came up? Yep. 
And he dominated to the point where he came up in May and did what I think this young man's going to do. Don't you have to maybe put him in the All-Star game if he keeps playing like this? Ooh, good question. All-Star game and, and what? If he Three keeps, weeks? Dude, if he keeps playing like this and you keep talking about the Midsummer Classic and who's watching it, the end, baseball tried their best to make this a must-watch game by putting – Home field advantage for the World Series online. You believe they did that, by the way? That was they did it for over a decade. I know. <laughs> but you want some people. You want people to watch. Certainly, in a game where it's nonstop strikeouts or walks or home runs, I think baseball, with the shift being gone and the pitch clock, has fixed this a little bit this year. But this kid, what he is doing, That's a good question, is absolutely spectacular. And I didn't think coming into the season, hey, Braves, Reds. Yeah, June Braves, Reds series. June Braves, Reds Right after the, the, the summer solstice. Yep. Braves at Reds. Joey Votto back just in time for it, right? Yep. And the Reds are going to be on a win streak of double-digit wins, and the Braves are going to be the Braves. And Acuna is going to be the de facto MVP of the National League walking into that series. No doubt. Walking in. In the same way Otani currently is in the American League. That we would get on opening day. But the fact that the Reds are not only going to be stout, but one of the most exciting teams in Major League Baseball. And this kid, okay, thanks to him and everything else that's going on there, have put the Reds in in first place in the NL Central. And tonight, I don't know how many games there are tonight. I think there's three or four or five games. There's a handful, but they're, playing, they're playing the Orioles. But the, the Reds Huge game. are playing tonight, and they're playing another young team in the Orioles that are the number one team in the wild card because the, the Rays are still winning baseball games at a remarkable clip. But the Reds are must see television because of this kid and I'm telling you we talked about him after he had a home run almost out of Cincinnati in his second major league start and then we talked about him and two weeks later he hits for a cycle and by the way what is more exciting than hitting a triple to complete a cycle yeah, as Ellie Dela Cruz did, because you get to watch him run the bases, and the announcer for the Reds, John Sadek, has been meeting the moment. We played his home run call of Ellie Dela Cruz's home run two weeks ago, saying that a the that ball had a family, is what he said, as it damn near left the ballpark. <laughs> it was destroyed. Family. This was an incredible moment in Cincinnati on Friday night. Team is going to have a lot of scoring opportunities. De La Cruz, right center. Down base hit. Could he go three? India around third. India scores. It's a cycle. This rookie in two weeks of the big leagues posts the first cycle for a red since 1989. Ellie Mania. Ellie Mania. Eric Davis, by the way, was the last, last red. one, yeah. To hit a cycle. I saw a cool stat. In the 34 years between red cycles, they had it done nine times against them. You've got to see the video of this hit for two reasons. One is just to watch him run. Again, 
He went that made him four for four on the night. Mm-hmm. He wound up four for five on the night. Okay. And he had four runs batted in, three runs scored, and a stolen base. He hasn't been caught stealing yet this He's year. And eight. it's not because of the larger bases. It's because this large man okay. can run like the wind. Ten point eight seconds from home to third base. I'm getting goosebumps just it's, recounting it's crazy. this. Because it is so remarkable that when you see him run and play, he does look like the first AI player in Major League Baseball. It's it looks like would, if artificial intelligence yeah. created a baseball player, it would be Ellie De La Cruz. TJ, when we were kids and we were playing video games and you create yourself in the game, you give yourself all 10s, you look like this guy. <laughs> right. You're 6'5 <laughs> with power and speed. And for Pittsburgh Pirate fans that might be seething inside, look, um, O'Neal Cruz is amazing as well. Yeah. And I can't wait to watch these two Cruises go yeah. at it for a long time. Okay. So I do want to give my respects to this kid who's who came up last year and plays remarkably well and exciting yeah, baseball. We were as well. kind of talking about O'Neill like this last year. Absolutely. Too, like. Same type of player, same build, tall, six five with power and speed. Middle infielders. Middle infielders. It's nuts. It's, I know. it's the next evolution I know. of baseball players. So you not only have to see the video to see him run, but you have to watch the video because the broadcast showed fans in the stands. And there's one little girl. Uh, she maybe's like 12, 13, 14 years old. And I said this to Cooper over the weekend before he went to camp. I'm like, could you imagine, Coop, if you were in the stands and watched your team and one of your new favorite players do that, you would have had the same reaction as that little girl. She's jumping up and down going absolutely crazy and it is awesome to see for these Reds fans for these kids for the sport it's awesome it's exciting and that's why I'm saying if this kid keeps raking like this get him to the all-star game they did it for Puig did they not didn't he show up there and everyone was saying well he doesn't deserve who cares anymore the day and age of where I was at the stadium and I was Pushing out the chads with my pencil, bet, you know, <laughs> uh, voting for all-star players and the precedence of whether you make an all-star game or not. Screw that. You're battling for eyeballs here now, folks. And this guy's got to yeah. play. If he's, uh, you have to earn it. Still have to earn it. The problem is the Reds have oh, a bunch of man. other young players. Oh, I know. You know so the whole he's deal, not the only one. That, they win 12 in a row for, it's yeah. not, you know, I mean, Jonathan he's just India, one player. Spencer Steer, Matt McClain is someone who just got called up recently. Well, India scored, was the one who scored on yeah. that. And he's he, he should make it too. TJ Friedel's having a great year. Since, you know, they got a no, lot of good players. They're a good, good young team. They're going to be exciting for a long time. Cincinnati sports, between Burrow and all these young guys on yeah, the Reds. I know. It'll be a fun time cool. for those guys. Yeah. Except for one, you know, Saturday in November. It's not that great. But other than that. Of course. <laughs> they set the attendance record at the ballpark yeah, for a weekend series. Because and with all due respect to everyone else you mentioned. Braves in town, the World Series favorites. That helps. This kid. 
You wouldn't want to go see. Didn't you say he's coming here? I am. They are. Right. The Reds are playing the Dodgers in right. August. I'm for sure. We're going. I'm for I'm sure bring, going. If, if, it's, if, if, if totally my kids going. are home from camp, I'm bringing them. I'm totally going. I'm for real. By the way, I'm not just saying that because of what I'm saying. Me neither. Microphone. I want to see this kid play. I also have him in fantasy. but So do, so do I. <laughs> he had an 18-point night Friday night. Uh, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, it's fun. Seek the video out, folks. Seek it out. MLB.com or whatever the rest is. 10.8 seconds from home to Come third. On. It's Come like on. It's, Olympic it's, type stuff. It is the triple is the most exciting play in baseball. Most exciting play. Because somebody's it's the most action you're gonna get. Yeah. Also, when you saw the ball going to the gap, you're you're like you're thinking to yourself, oh, he's gotta try for the triple. But this in my mind, you know, listening to the call, here, play it one more time, uh, Hoskins. When he says you know, can he go for three? I'm watching. I'm like, there's no question. There's no question. He's 21. He knows he needs three bags to <laughs> right, cycle. Right, right. And he also just has to know in his heart of hearts and in his mind. Nope. I'm getting it. Yeah. yeah. Who's going to stop me? Yeah. No one's throwing me out. Hit it. Team is going to have a lot of scoring opportunities. De La Cruz right center. Down base hit. Could he go three? Of course. An appropriate reaction. This rookie awesome. in two weeks of the big leagues posts the first cycle for a red since 1989. Unbelievable. Ellie yep, Ellie Mania. I like it. He's also still wearing the Mother's Day batting gloves and the Father's Day armband. Well, like it's, I would imagine. It's awesome. Well, I'd imagine you're not taking that off ever until you... I think I think he finally cooled off yesterday. I yeah, think he was it, 0 for 5 yesterday. He had a bunch of strikeouts. He's still batting 333 in 17 games. All right, we'll take a break. Over. I, by the way, I don't believe this is an overreaction either, which leads us to break that overreaction Monday's coming up. Put him in the All-Star up. game, huh? If he keeps playing like this, they'd be insane not to, and Fox would be insane not to call up baseball and saying, how do we get him there? It's a battle of eyeballs, brother. Middle of July? I hadn't thought of that. Let's go. Who cares? Who cares? If you come up and do what he's doing, and people say, well, you're going to do it for everybody? No. No, no, no. No. Give me the rest. Give me me, uh, two more weeks of this, because you're you're right up on the All-Star game. Right. Give me another week of it. That's all I kind of care about. Who cares? Well, you're going to devalue the All-Star game? The All-Star game's devaluing itself right now. Yeah, it doesn't mean Come on. anymore. But We're talking more about a home take. run I derby had, than the game now. Put him in. Who do care? Mookie said he's doing the derby. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Overreaction Monday when we come back. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased 
in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed all right we're back everybody what what did you look up? Did you look something up? No, I was <laughs> I was looking up the the shortstops. Yeah, well, so who are, who are who is the current leading all star shortstop in the National League? Uh, again, I, I you can't you I get it. You can't come up in in June and make the All Star game as a starter. You just can't. So I'm not suggesting it, but I'm just. So these are ballots through June 20th. Yep. Uh, NL shortstop is uh, Arcia from the Braves. He's got he's he's doubled up Lindor. No, it's because there's more Braves fans. Yeah, Brent, yeah. Okay, good for him. Yeah, he's having a good year. Kids got to play. Got to put eyeballs there. Send O'Neill Cruz there too, right? What do I care? Well, well he's he's, he's he's injured. No, so send him there anyway. So you can watch. Yeah. <laughs> Have him at first base as coach. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure pirate fan. I, we two weeks ago, pirate fans are like, "What? What, what about our guy? What yeah. about our guy? You know, who's not doing the home run derby is Aaron Judge. Is he he tore a ligament in his toe when he, when, it, when that bullpen Ouch, yeah. door gave way. No timetable for return. That's correct. You won't be seeing him till after the All Star break. I don't imagine. Good. Yanks currently second in the wild card race right now. Second, with the Blue Jays right there now. The Blue Jays had a, a nice little run here lately. Yep. Uh, the Angels have fallen a game back. Where are the Red Sox? We would be leading the Central. <laughs> I know. If we were in the Central. Did I see the Mets are eight <laughs> out of the wild card in the National League? Did I see that we're properly? 15 yeah. back of the Braves right now. Yeah. Eight games out. They and the Padres are doing, uh, oh, doing oh, battle oh. of the most disappointing teams Jeez, of the year. You ain't kidding. Padres saw an opening this year saying we're going to get everybody because the Dodgers are going to have to yep. reset luxury tax, and they're not even in the playoff picture right not now. Not even close. Wow. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Let's take some phone calls, as promised. Dennis in Long Beach, California, just down the road at an outstanding aquarium that I have killed many an hour of time in with my children. What's up, Dennis? <laughs> Out there feeding the lorikeets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's not a metaphor for anything at all. Yeah, there we go. Yep. There we go. Yep. I apologize for the uh, summer cold voice here. 
Uh, I was asked in a bar here locally not too long ago when I was wearing my Phillies jersey after watching the walk-off Grand Slam against the Dodgers, um, the Phillies being the ones that gave it up, of course, and a guy came with you, who would you rather see win a championship first, the Eagles or the Phillies? And it really stumped me because I love them both so much. Right. And I, I think I went with the Phillies just because I'm more of a baseball fan. So I want to ask the crew here, Ooh. what would be yours? I mean, <laughs> you've got the Jets and the Wolverines and the Yankees. Uh, TJ has about 12 teams. Hold on a second. Brock, you've got to stop you. Dennis, 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 don't ask Brockman the question because he's like, well, I, I, I didn't think what happened in the last few years. But they, um, he wants the Padres now, though, right? No, 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 no. you got to throw you, – let me help you with this one. Syracuse. Okay. Ooh. All right. Syracuse, yep. you've, you've had a while now. Be nice. Now that now that uh, Jim's finally gone, Beheim's gone. Who else are we going to go with you? Um, you got the Padres because he wrote off the Sox, right? <laughs> well, that was if they let Devers walk, but they didn't. Thankfully, okay, thankfully. They so didn't. all right, so should, let's start with you, TJ, since you're the one with the most teams. I mean, can I be honest with you about something? I don't care about college as much anymore. So okay, so let's go we professional. Can't, like throw these college. I don't. But you're, you got a good one. You got I, Dallas has been a long time. Dallas has been long. I mean, Clippers, Sixers, I, also I long time or never time. Um, I, I don't get this about TJ. How can he like teams in New York, Philadelphia, and Dallas when all the fans hate each other? I mean, what's that got to do with me, though? <laughs> That's funny. Well, just That's got nothing to it's do just, with me. It's just loyalty to the fan bases. I don't have loyalty to fan bases because honestly, I don't like people that much. So. Oh, that's not true. So, TJ no, knows everybody true. in this town. Um, Literally, I've lost track of the number of famous people that have walked in this door and give you big hugs because they haven't seen you in a while. I mean, that's so, true. So give the answer. Give the uh, answer I, I here. I would say just because the loudest fan base or the NFL fan base and the most disrespect yes. comes from people who hate the Cowboys. So I would say... Probably Dallas. I would over. You would take a Cowboy win over the Sixers or Clippers, lifting the trophy. The Mets. Well, because look, I've been alive for a Mets. You know, the only team that I like that hasn't won a championship are the Clippers. But like, I just don't know if that's ever going to happen. So okay, uh, so you go there. I would say the Cowboys would be the most fulfilling because people talk the most trash about Dallas more than the Mets or the Sixers. Okay, the one for me. All right, Dennis, this is a good one. Um, I'm going to throw the Yankees out the door. Um, last team to repeat. I'm. It's either the Jets or Michigan football for me. So it's tough, isn't it? Uh, Michigan football would just be so amazing. I wouldn't even Especially know now. what to do. And the Jets winning a Super Bowl. I haven't even. I can't even wrap my. My my head right, around. It's so that. improbable. I can't... It's it's <laughs> no, be it's not improbable. <laughs> wow. Michigan, Michigan, you can rub it in Ohio State. Oh, you, you know it. No, no, I've enjoyed that the last two years and counting. Um, I feel like Michigan winning would mean more than you than because no, but like the I Jets. Said, but but I'm I'm 54 years old now. Are? Yes, as okay. you know, and I've I've been rooting for Michigan since 1986. So the oh. d- d- Jets go way further back for me, like a car seat. But your last Michigan title wasn't even a real one because it was a split title. No, it was stolen. Eh. It was stolen. It was split. It was stolen. It was half of it given as a gold watch retirement present to take a knee, Mr. Wishbone offense, Tom Osborne. 
I just feel like you like Michigan more than the Jets, though. I think, I think that's true, too. You do think so? I think yeah, so. because like I said, I'm kind of like, I like college, but I'm not as diehard anymore. I can't anymore. imagine you it walking into a Super Bowl stadium and seeing the Jets logo in the end zone in green and white paint. You do not wear the Jets logo in Israel. By the way, though, interesting. and th- <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate it, Dennis. Excellent food for thought. Threw us off our plan to do Overreaction Monday this segment, which we can still do in a second, I guess. But um, when in London, we stopped off in London for two days first before right. going to, to, um, to Israel. Looked nice. First NFL-related item I saw on a local individual there, a Jets shirt. Some guy was watering his, like, flower box somewhere near the Notting Hill section of London. <laughs> Cooper was like, I can't believe it. It's a Jets shirt. And I'm like, there, there are people other than your father. <laughs> there are people. <laughs> there are people other than dad on the planet who root. Maybe just because you don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I... <sighs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta go. Michigan football. Yeah, of course, if you I do. had to. I think I, I gotta do that. Also, because you. Love, it, it, it's it also does, who, the, who the coach is again. I think, it, it just. I, I don't know. But if the Jets get really good, maybe I will get emotionally affected, like Michigan football does for me. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, can I just how, go for it? How, no, go for it. It's I okay, go? Chris. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. The Jets have never been close ever in your lifetime. Untrue. So Michigan, at least in the last few years, Chris. you've gotten a taste. Chris. 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 There are two back-to-back AFC championship games. Oh, yeah. How'd, which the, is, how'd they end up? They they lost, but you can't say Kane didn't get close. Yeah, that's pretty, that's, that's a, closer than my that's team's on the doorstep. Uh, that's closer than this guy's gotten. Yeah. Come I, on. I just said that. You know. I saw the number of, of of playoff wins this century. The Jets are in the middle of the pack. They got six. They had some – the Rex Ryan years didn't – they didn't last long, but there was a blaze of glory for two years in a row. Big Ben got us, and then Peyton Manning got us. And so, yeah, man, that, that, um, that didn't – that got close. But I mean, I can't even imagine Jets winning it all. Would be, I don't, I'm, I'm more, I'm friend, I'm, I'm tighter with more Michigan people than I am fellow Jet fans too. But yeah, I know that would be incredible, and I know it's not on brand for me to be a 54 year old cheerleader. What is? I mean, Greeny wouldn't say Northwestern football over the Jets, I guess. Well, he's also. Oh, I'm renaming my I kids. Know, I know. Uh, I know that. <laughs> what were the days of oh, Sam and Darnold? Yeah. Oh my God. Also, Chris, you know, I say this about not like not caring about the fan bases sometimes because sometimes I'll go on Twitter and I'll read something that's just so ludicrous and I'll go to the person's page and it'll be like Cowboys fan. And I'll be like, oh, my God, I understand now why people trash talk us sometimes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's it's a Monday. You ready to do it, Chris? Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it. It's overreaction Monday here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hit it. That was that was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All right, what do we got over there, Chris? What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, Chris? Thanks, Jason. You're uh, welcome. You have a good weekend? I did. What, what, is, what is this all about? Top golf. It was It was great. All I right. enjoyed it. All this ballyhoo about Dalvin Cook and where he ends up. Good use of ballyhoo. 
Alexander Madison's going to have a better season than Dalvin Cook this year. Um, you might be right because Dalvin, where he goes, might be certainly if he winds up in Miami, he might be part of a committee. He might only get a certain number of touches. May get a certain number of touches that are fewer than what he had. I I I I don't think that's an overreaction. I think that that can absolutely happen. And I kind of you know, looking back at what I've said about Dalvin Cook and the Vikings when they separated from him, and I, I got caught up in the devaluation of this position that I think holds more importance than teams give running backs credit for or pay the running backs for um, that I didn't think that Alexander Madison could take this role and run with it literally and figuratively and and, and so I don't believe that's an overreaction I think that can absolutely happen it's going to be a new spot new system that Cook is going to have to learn on the fly so Madison knows the system they know him and he's got uh, he must be out of his skull wherever he is with this opportunity right in front of him his family his loved ones his agent Agent, they must go nuts for this chance that he has had dropped in his lap and um let's just put it this way alexander madison can make more than ten dollar (laughs) bills thank you so very much all right what else chris Uh, Also, a lot about DeAndre Hopkins. We're talking a lot about these two guys. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins won't sign with a team until after training camp starts. Oh, I I would agree with that. I I think all of them. I think all of them. There's going to be a a rush to the the dotted line that's going to happen. There's going to be some people who are not yet signed once training camp starts. And if I'm him, wouldn't you, and you think you can just stroll in and be ready, wouldn't you want to avoid that one one extra week of sitting in yeah. somebody's dorm room? Well, the whole thing, too, <laughs> you that's know? being brought up is how, how much he doesn't like to practice. If you're DeAndre Hopkins, you're like, okay, just line me up. I, I got your terminology right here. We'll, we'll figure this thing out, and I don't have to, like, sit there, you know, Sharing a room with somebody on a campus in the middle of a 100-degree weather day. (laughs) So I'll stay at the crib if you'll let me. Do you think his ego is taking a hit that it's only seemingly the Patriots and Titans right now interested? That that nobody's been falling all over themselves? Yeah. Or that Buffalo or Kansas City hasn't called? You know, that that tweet that he sent out last week, and I asked Robert Griffin III to interpret it, um, where he was... Tweeting at future receiving rooms. Yeah, I'm going to make your life easier. Yeah, hey, everyone, you know, I'm not coming to take food off your table is essentially what RG3 interpreted that as. Um, So, yeah, maybe so, but this is what happens when you're cut loose, when you're cut loose. Um, As late as uh, DeAndre Hopkins was, so. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if, if he and Zeke and Fournette and Cook are all still sitting there, and some training camps are open, not all of them. And then maybe a week in, it's time. Yeah. What else, Chris? Crazy. Uh, really looking at the Bills. We've been talking a lot about the Bills. I think they're facing the most pressure of any team in 2023. Oh, come on. No way. They are not facing the most pressure of any team in 2023. Who is? 
Um, not even in their own division. You don't think the Jets are facing the most pressure? Well, the Bills have been Super Bowl favorites you now three years in a the row. Jets. Allen has been MVP favorite a bunch of years in a row now, and they've got nothing to show for the it. The Jets are all in on a 39-year-old ayahuasca sipper. Dude. I don't know if that's more pressure than the Bills. They're still not the favorites they to win the division. The Bills all are. all the way in. Their general manager and their coach just signed long-term deals through 2027. The coach and general manager, if this doesn't work out, could get absolutely axed by the owner. Come on, man. And Rodgers, if he doesn't work out, same old Jets, all the crap I don't want to hear anymore. Hmm, so, no way. That's not even in their in their own division. Wow, Jets over Bills, pressure. In oh. terms of pressure, they got, this is a window. Allen's got runway for days and miles, years. Are you kidding me? This could be one and done for for Rodgers. I'm hope I'm hoping Rodgers not only loves it and succeeds at it, but becomes like Brady and plays till he's 45, and the Jets get all those beautiful years that Brady had post 40 years old. That could could that possibly happen? Yeah, Rich, so. but uh, I'll Cowboys have more pressure. Mike no, McCarthy no, could get don't. bounced. Damn straight than you the do. Bills? Cowboys more than the Bills? Yeah. Nobody right, thinks think the Cowboys to... are winning the Super Nobody Bowl. Nobody thinks the Jets are winning the Super Bowl. The Bills, the Bills are... though, yeah. every year we're like, this is their year. Dude, nobody thinks the Jets are winning the Super Bowl? Did, do you not see First Takes Topic Bars every single day walking past <laughs> I, your television I, set? I mean, no, that, I, that, that is, is not a fair right representation <laughs> of... <laughs> It's it's on right now. It's on right now. What are they talking about right now? Well, I can't see that, so I the can't Jets. comment on it. They're but. talking about the Jets now. No, off-season power rankings. They're in the 20s. Okay. What else? Wow. Interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Falcons have an opportunity this year. Okay. However, they're going to regret not going after Lamar Jackson. Lamar was a ton of money, man. Just a ton of money. Home and Depot they, they makes a lot of money. I get it. They finally reset from Matt Ryan. They, they, no. I don't think they were going to regret that. I don't know. They might. The, the biggest regret they may have at some point is not drafting Justin Fields. Maybe that may be a bigger regret because that one doesn't come with a two hundred million dollar price tag. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. That might be. That might be the one. That was right there, and didn't have it. Uh, I I don't I don't know. Uh, they they are that's a, a division team that we the we, pe- we pegged them for it. For why aren't you going for Lamar? Right, and just the way they run their offense. Arthur Smith told us they talked about it. Yeah, but honestly, they finally got out of the Matt Ryan cap hell. They weren't just going to go reverse course out of nowhere and do that. They wouldn't have had Bijan Robinson. They wouldn't have had any of those picks. But six, seven, eight games into the year of Desmond Ritter is just kind of sputtering yep, and they I'm have gi- to turn to Heineke. But I'm giving you the cost. I understand. Of You're what just gonna, it would have been. But fans are going to wonder, man, we could have had that's Lamar true. Jackson. That's true. So I'll, I'll push back on that and say that's an overreaction. I already know what you're going to say to this one, but I'm going to uh, do Oh, it my anyway. gosh. What a setup. Burrow and Herbert, they're about to break the bank, right? Yes, they are, supposedly. They shouldn't. They should go team-friendly deals. To build around them for the future, long term. Look at you. And break the bank. Okay. Brady style. Okay. 
Brady. What, what's the point? Like, what's what, <laughs> there's one thing Brady had that these two don't though, which is <laughs> a multi-million-dollar earning spouse to help help offset some of that lost football money. They they could get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where do you get those? <laughs> yeah, is there a store? They do, not there a store? Tree, they do not grow on trees, my friend. Is that that place that Costanza once yeah, exactly. had access to exactly. for a month before it, went, it disappeared? Yo, let, me get a, let me get a loaf of bread, a carton of milk, Give and me another one. I'm, I'm not even going to touch that. Come on, man. It's their, t- it's their time. It's their time. Do they want to win or not? Do they want to win or not? Do, they, do you care about money or do you care about rings? How about you, care, you care about, about? How about you care about a front office that can get smart and get uh, flexible enough where I'm getting paid and you could still figure everything What's else out. What's the difference out? between 50 million and 40 million? Paycor is on the front of that stadium for a reason. So you could pay Joe. They didn't just all of a sudden go, you know, we got to keep up with the times and start naming our stadium instead of after dear old dad. Maybe Mike Brown is get finally uh, waking up. No. <laughs> Paycor to pay Joe and Joe gets paid. Paycor to pay more. If I'm Daniel Jones making what and what 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 is it? What what what's the friendly deal, Mr. Cap, Mr. Spot Track over there? What's the friendly deal? <laughs> a dollar, what's the friendly a dollar deal? more than Daniel Jones. So forty out of here. Forty million and that's Get one and one dollar out of here. <laughs> what's the difference between forty and you know ten million dollars? It's three more running backs or another defensive lineman. Or Got it. A, Got it. Figure it out is what I would tell my bosses. Figure it I out. Figure out never winning. <laughs> What else? Speaking of never winning, Dame Willard is making a big mistake. Not not asking out of Portland. No, 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 no. I'm not. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I. It's so refreshing that he's not doing that. And I think he's also being very weird and cryptic on social media. Do you see him? He went live on Instagram okay. while, while the Miami Will Smith was playing in the background. Like, what are you doing? Oh, come on. What are you doing? You really think he did that yes, on purpose? 100%. Really think so? Absolutely. Going to Miami. Yeah. What are you doing? Do you want in or do you want out? Um, I think what we stumbled upon last week is what he's going to do. He's going to go into the season. He'll see how see it how works it out. with Scoot and everybody? Yeah. What, what if Scoot Henderson is... The next coming. Yeah. What if the, you got you got one of the great players in the history of the NBA draft with this kid? What if that happens? What if you're suddenly 10 games better and the rest of the team starts growing together and you're the Jokic of this situation? What about it? That can't happen? Uh, you're saying that's impossible to happen? I'm saying it's very And if you're Damian Lillard and you don't want to move your family and you kind of dig it and you kind of like it and that's who you are and it makes you happy to give it a try, then you're going to do it. And if it doesn't work, then suddenly in January... Hey, what's up? <laughs> what Pat Riley's calling? What's up? The problem with that, Chris, Door's is knocking. Bam's his boy. To order oh, the right. Miami, Bam would probably have right. to leave. So I don't know. I saw Bobby Marks on, on the Worldwide Leader this weekend do uh, a mock trade. It was Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin, and uh, Nikola Jovich. Oh, okay. And picks. Jovich. All right. I guess that. He said those three and picks is a comp of what a trade would look like. So, bam, stays put. Bam stays game put. comes. Okay. So. All right, last one. Uh, somebody in our fantasy basketball league will take Crown Vic in the first round. <laughs> it's not an overreaction. 
It might be me since I've been banned from getting the first overall pick. Yeah, you're even banned, though it's you're randomly from, chosen. You're banned from the first pick. This conversation, I know you're saying it with a smile on your face right now, but if you really pull this thing off and try to make that happen, it'll be a great segment on the show later on this fall. What, me guaranteeing you don't get the first pick? Just going to say, just saying. Very David Stern type maneuver. Cold envelope type thing. I am the David Stern of this show. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Everything except the Judaism. All right. Uh, We'll take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And the genius. Before Michelle Beadle joins us on this program to talk about the aforementioned Big Vic. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Okay, so Jason Feller, you gave me this bag before the show. What is this? What's happening right here? So I went to the post office Friday to pick something up, and they said, hey, you know, you've got another package that's been sitting here for about a year. (laughs) What? I had no idea what it was. Okay. Uh, Is it a PO box? Is it what it is? No, just regular post office. And uh, I forgot I ordered this a year ago. For me? Uh, For for the show. For the show? When you open it, you'll... (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) What is this? (laughs) All right. Oh, it's bobbleheads. What do we got here? So that is Del Tufo and I at the Emmys last year. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) What? This is amazing. (laughs) That's an incredible... Holy cow. Replica. Can we... No uh, way. Can we give me that photograph one more time? (laughs) This is right. That's the two of you. Look at you guys. Wait, so pretty accurate. Is this like an Instagram ad or something? Yeah, like? it was like, oh hey, cool. Let me order make this. your own bobblehead. This is yeah. great. <laughs> I just sent the picture. That was it, and then I forgot about it. This is amazing. This is incredible. <laughs> wow, that's, that's wild. Wow, wow. You it it. it. 
It was sitting at, it was sitting at the post office so long we got Emmy nominated again and right. lost again. <laughs> By the time you picked this up. Oh, this man. is great. Where are we going to put it? We got to put it in a good I don't spot. Know. Let's, Let's do it somewhere over here. Good spot where it won't fall and break. I know. Yeah, I had to put some of it back together already. It broke? <laughs> yeah, I, my hand was off. Both of us were off the, the platform. That is uh, tremendous. This is great. <laughs> if I could yeah, remember oh yeah, the I could site, see, I could see, I could see the glue spot, huh? <laughs> right, TJ, we need that side by side up on. Uh... <laughs> oh no doubt. I'm gonna... <laughs> Very good. As soon as we go to break, I'm that gonna snap is... a picture. Wow. Fantastic. Well done. Back here in the Rich Eisen show, we have a new, uh, a new bobblehead. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Del Tufo and Jason Feller from the 2022 <laughs> Emmy Awards. I get a lot of ads on Instagram. I've never amazing. seen one for a bobble. This is great. Well, well done. It's right very now. lifelike. It is very well bobble. done. This well, is great. Chris, you don't even have to do it because oh, we've said like it out it. loud. Yeah. Now your phone is gone. All the yeah, ads are going to pop up. Custom bobbleheads online. <laughs> now you know what to get me for my birthday. <laughs> Nobody got me anything around here. That's not true. Sean Mitchell sent me a book. Oh. Yeah. Nice. How about that? That's nice. It is nice. You know. I, I texted you. Thank you, Sean, for your book. I made a whole video. Yeah, look, I got you a gift. You. It's right there. Oh, huh? I got you a gift. It's there it right is right there. here. Yes, it's you. It's... I, I posted the Joe Namath clip for you. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I, so nice, guys. I took time to put a video together for I you. I saw that. Thank oh, you very much. Know. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the wishes. <laughs> Three steps to get your own bobblehead. Here we go. I found that. I was home alone <laughs> this weekend. Man, I was going to call you, see if you wanted to go to lunch. Nothing. And I'm like, I would have no. done it. Thank you for... Uh, thank you for... Was it everything you hoped and dreamed? It's just, you know, I mean... Now, now that I'm a married man with three kids, it's great for like a two hours, and then you're like, now what? The this dogs everybody. are bored of me. The dogs are bored of you. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because Susie like sings to them and talks to them <laughs> all the time, and I just walk past them, you know. And I'm like, I say hi, and I pet them, and I took them for a walk on Saturday, my actual birthday. We did that nice little hike. Yeah. And you're back in the crib now. Back in the crib. Okay. Um, I, I watched The Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know yeah, why did. I did. Yes. I think I just saw the I Ain't Leaving speech on uh, on Twitter and, um, and um, decided to watch it. And it's the first time I've seen it since. It came out? Yeah. So it's the, the second I, time I've seen decade, it all right? time. Is it's, that a 10-year-old movie? I hadn't seen it in a long time. It's so and good. I just remember when I saw it, I thought to myself, I was looking for a Goodfellas type mm -hmm. ride, and it wasn't that. It wasn't like Casino. Uh, it, it's more fun. It's more fun. Yeah. And I found myself. It's. Would you classify that as a comedy? Um, <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, it, when it, I say it it's hilarious, it's, it's funny. funnier than most comedies I've seen. But we're not supposed to be. We're not supposed to be like romanticizing these figures because they're terrible human beings. Awful. Awful. The things they do, the, the, they ripped off people. I they, was laughing. The way out they treated their families. Loud. But it is really funny. The scene where um where uh, Leo DiCaprio, Jordan Belfort, <laughs> takes so many lewds <laughs> that he and it hits him when he gets to the golf club that he had to call Bo Deedle on the payphone to find out that the feds are listening That's in it. on his phone conversations. And phone. Jonah Hill's character is back in his house on the phone. And, the, and, the, and, and he tapped. finds it out, so yeah. he's got to immediately 
out of it like he's lost all motor functions and he can't speak. Well, they were these ancient wounds, and then they took a they while kicked, to kick, kick in. in. Yeah. Right, and so he's on the phone with his wife, Margot Robbie, who is uh, still a, re- a revelation Ooh. today. Hello. Um, but but <laughs> him telling her, like, get him off the phone and he can't speak, he's just, it's laugh out loud funny. Like, I was cackling. Also, he thinks that he's killing it, basically. Right. He's like, I got home without a scratch, (laughs) and the car's totally ruined, totaled. And he's going eight miles an hour. Honestly, (laughs) I laughed. Any scene Rob Reiner's in is laugh out loud funny as his dad. Mm -hmm. Matthew McConaughey's one scene or one, you know, Mm -hmm. 20-minute segment. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just it. You know what? Oh. The, you know the story behind that, right? Uh, he was that that's, his, he, that's that he would do that sort of noises that, to get his, his voice warm-up. ready. Yeah. And Scorsese told him do that. Yeah. And then the, the idea of bringing double martinis every seven every minutes. seven and a half minutes. <laughs> like, what? Oh my god! <laughs> to so what I'm saying. Out? It's just it's it's and every word out of Jonah Hill's mouth. He's funnier in that. Than any other movie he's ever been in. Or that's a comedy. He's wearing those big fake teeth. <laughs> it's really funny. I hadn't seen when at that the movie. Party. I'm telling you, it was it was one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. Terrence Winter, who's been here, you know, in promotion of Tulsa King, and we talked Sopranos with him. Yeah, he wrote that. Movie, he did. Right? Yeah. He told a great story about meeting Scorsese right when he was here. Yeah. Man, so I caught up on that one. Michelle Beadle's going to join us to talk about her interview with Big Vic in San Antonio coming up. Another movie I watched last night. Again, I don't know why I did it. The Verdict with Paul Newman. Have you ever seen oh, that movie? I have not. That's an oldie and a goodie, pal. You know he's never seen The Verdict. I know. Have you? I watched a little bit of it. I remember years ago I watched that in college for something because one of my roommates was like a theater or a film major. Right. So they used to always have to watch. And I remember at the time that was a big role for Paul Newman because he was already be- – that's when he was beginning to age. 1982. What, what is it about? Is it a- He's, he plays a lawyer okay. in Boston um, who's down on his luck and just – Oh, it's Mamet. David Mamet wrote it. Oh, Nice. Sidney Sidney Lumet directed it with Jack Warden and James Mason. It's really amazing. Nominated for five Academy Awards. Yes, I know. One three. One three. It's great. Nice. I caught up on that. Saw some, did some, you know, a couple more Sopranos. I'm on episode 10 of season five and rewatching that. We're getting close to the end. Getting close to the end. So that's my weekend. There you go. (laughs) And you know who is? Susie's on her way back now, and the dogs cannot wait. They, honestly, <laughs> when 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 I walk in the door, like, hey. they run past me looking for her. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm great to them, <laughs> but I ain't her. And I know it. It's okay. It's kind of like when Susie hosts, and we know we're, we're getting treats. We're I like know. the dogs. I know. You run right past me, right for the donuts. <laughs> Yeah, there they are. There's Brady the dog, too. Yes. That's Brady, the neighbor dog. <laughs>